Hi, and welcome to Unfailing Love with Kim. You know the drill. If you haven't got your coffee yet, hot cocoa, whatever it is you're drinking, go put me on pause, grab it, and meet me on the couch. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. So I have our um, scripture passage for the week, and it is found in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And I love this. It's on my dining room wall, and it just is a reminder every day. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. How many times do we give thanks in the good times? Often, right? And how many times do we give thanks in the hard times? Not so much, right? This says, give thanks in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Even when we're going through some really hard times, there is good times happening connected with it. We are growing, we are becoming stronger Christians, we are gaining more um, testimony, because when we go through those hard things, we are brought out of them as well. And when we get on the other side and look back, we go, ah, Sometimes, sometimes we still don't know why we had to go through it. It's not for us to know, it's for us to trust, which is my um, entire basis for this, this particular podcast that we're gonna get into in just a couple of minutes is trusting him. And if you rejoice always, if you're constantly in prayer with him, that doesn't mean that every minute, every second of every day, you're talking to him. You have to live your life. You have to go about your life. I have found I'm a I'm a crossing guard. I'm a paraeducator and a crossing guard, and I find um, we we do cross walk for people picking up lunches, kids picking up lunches because of the um, difficult times and how things are are structured at school this year. We've not been given the okay by the health department to let the kids eat at school, so we send it home with them and. They're, the kids come, one group comes Monday, Tuesday, the other group comes Thursday, Friday, but they can always pick up their lunches every day of the week. So we're doing crossing guard for that. And we don't get a lot of kids crossing for that, just a few for the hour plus we're out there. And oh my goodness, what a great time for me just to, to worship and praise and pray and spend time with God. So when you are driving to work, my drive is a two-minute drive, so it doesn't really work that well for me. But when you're driving to work, driving home from work, carpooling, those are times that you can just be praising God. When you get up in the morning, do you get up and praise Him? Or do you get up and turn the TV on, start the coffee, mope around? If we started every day rejoicing and praising Him, our day would look a whole lot different. So that's my, my scripture passage for the week and that's a whole sermon on itself but we're going to go ahead and end that and on the other side we will start our trusting in god podcast hi and welcome back to unfailing love with kim so i promised you during the scripture passage that we would be taking a look at trusting god and this has just been totally on my heart here recently i Nothing is what I planned. 
If I would have had my way, my mom would have been here for this Christmas and many Christmases to come. And she's not, and that's hard. And I thought, well, here, I'll just, I'll bring our family together on Christmas morning, Christmas day. We'll spend that time together, really enjoying each other and reflecting on our memories with mom and having happy times together, enjoying a traditional Christmas meal. And that has fallen through. I'm still going to have it, but it's, we're going to be missing a big, a big part of our family. And that was hard for me. It was really hard because I had envisioned this wonderful family time. Now we all meet on Christmas Eve and we do gifts and, but it's not a traditional, it's, we do like potluck style dinner, only we provide all the meals, but, um, but yeah, it's like soups and casseroles and that kind of thing. And, um, we basically eat and open gifts and that's, that's great and that's fun, but that's not what Christmas is all about. But that was what mom hosted. It was her portion of Christmas. And so we're honoring that this year. Um, and so all the family's gonna be there for that, but it's kind of more of a chaotic type thing. And so, yeah, it was during Christmas day. It was gonna be a new tradition where I'm hosting Christmas day, which I have not done with just our family. And I just wanted it to be really special and really close knit this year, right? And like I said, not everybody's gonna be there and that's that's heartbreaking for me. And the people that are listening maybe, or the people who aren't gonna be there may be listening to this and I want them to know I love them and I respect them and I respect their decision. Doesn't make it any easier on me. It it it's hard and I have um, I have gotten this attitude once I got through this a little bit of it will be what it will be um, my husband is a truck driver as we've talked about and he doesn't know if he's gonna be home for Christmas Eve and I said well it will be what it will be he actually was out um, recently for a full week which has never been for years and when he told me that that was going to be the loads he was running, I said, well, it will be what it will be. It's basically me saying, I'm not going to hang on to this. I'm not going to be overwhelmed by this. I'm not going to let this beat me down because I'm not the one in control. And I need to remember that I am not the one in, con I'm not the one in control of any of this. God is. He knew what my Christmas day would look like always and he knew it would hurt and it would be hard but he also knew he would be there for me he knew that my mom wasn't going to be here this year sorry still getting a little choked up but he knew it long long ago even before she was born he knew it doesn't make it any easier for me But what does make it easier is praising him, thanking him, even though things aren't going my way. Throughout this whole COVID thing, I will be what it will be. 
I don't have control over it. I had to return to work. Um, yeah, it was, they'd been allowing me to work from home. And then all of a sudden I get this email that says paraeducators needed to return to work or take a leave of absence. And the leave of absence after um, our personal leave was used up and two weeks of COVID leave would be unpaid leave, which we couldn't afford. So I said, okay, I'm gonna go back to work. And let me say, when I say it will be what it will be, that doesn't mean that you can't, you can't make some choices to improve it. I contacted, I sent an email to our school board and our superintendent, and our superintendent is amazing. Um, she contacted a, an assistant superintendent and she connected with my principal and between it all, they were able to allow me to work at school, but in a isolated area where I wasn't running into other people. I would have to pass through some common areas, um, but those are brief and I wear a mask and a shield because I'm high risk. I, I'm not sure as I preface that. I'm high risk um, for getting it and for if I get it, how bad it can be. Um, I have diabetes. I have uh, had respiratory issues in the past that nearly landed me on a ventilator. And so um, it is a scary thing. But my principal bent over backwards to make sure that I was safe. And I'm so blessed by that but it's still out there and I had a scare. I got a, a bad cold and turned out to be negative, thank goodness, but it was a scare. We've had several people within um, our school, both staff and students who have contracted it, had tested positive. And so it's, it's, it's not easy for me to walk through those doors every day, but I'm trusting in God because I've done what I can do to make it better I've gotten help from people who are wonderful to help it get better, but I can't control it. And I'm learning I can't control much, even though I've always tried. I'm gonna give you a few scriptures on trusting God that just, um, that just were so impactful for me. Many of them are in Psalms where they're talking about an actual attack, physical attack, um, entering into war, entering into those kinds of battle. And I, I, I feel so strongly that these are, our battle may not be, you know, shooting each other or that kind of a battle, but there's a battle that we're, that we're dealing with. And so I'm gonna go over those scriptures and we'll go on from there. So here are some of those scriptures. The first one is found in Proverbs 3, five through six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Man, I want him directing my path. I don't know about you guys. And it means that we need to trust him when we don't understand, when we don't understand why this is happening or we don't understand why it's being allowed to happen, why we're having to go through this trial, right? We need to trust in him and not lean on our own understanding. And in, in all your ways, acknowledge him. And I don't be, think that means just saying, oh yeah, hi God, right? But it's praising him, giving him glory through everything, good and bad. And in Psalm 18, one through three, it says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. 
my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. And those enemies could be what's going on in this world, right? Especially what's going on in this country lately. Those can be our enemies. Psalm 18 and 28 says, For you will light my lamp, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Do you ever just feel like, you don't even have to be in a depression to just feel that darkness closing in around you. Like things aren't going the way that you expected them to and, and it's hard and it's difficult. That's when it feels like there's darkness around us. But the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Psalm 18 and 30 says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust him. Trust in him. And I want to be trusting him all the time because I want him as my shield. Psalm 25, 1 says, To you, O Lord, I lift my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Psalm 31, 14 says, But as far as me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. In Psalm 36, Verses 7 through 9. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. Psalm 56, 3 and 4 says, Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Love that. It's what we need to do. Psalm 56, 10 and 11 says, In God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? And I could go on and on and on with scriptures talking about trusting in the Lord. The Bible is full of them. And how many times do we really trust him? We say we do, but then for me, the fear of catching COVID rises up. But when I decided to return to work, now I have some safeguards there, but I could still catch it. But I decided that I had to leave that in God's hands. I wasn't going to hold up in my house forever. I have to live my life. I know there's a lot of elderly this, this season, this Christmas season, um, starting with Thanksgiving even, maybe sooner, who have chosen not to be a part of those celebrations because they, they fear of getting, they have a fear of catching COVID. And it's totally understandable, right? It's out there, especially for elderly who have underlying conditions. But what if this is their last chance to spend that time with their family? Someone recently, family member mentioned that to me because we have some family members that are choosing not to be a part of the Christmas or Thanksgiving past now, Thanksgiving 
or Christmas um, celebrations. Some chose not to come to my mom's funeral service for the same reason. And I completely understand and I respect their decision. At the same time, what if this is the last Christmas they have to spend with their family? Because something besides COVID gets them or COVID gets them anyway. It's a choice that we all have to make. I know for me and my husband, we have not attended church in person since March. And that's hard because I love being in church. And if everybody wore their face masks the whole time, I might consider it, but I know that's not happening. And that's, you know, everybody has a choice to, to make. And I'm really glad the church is open for those who choose to attend. I really am because I believe that the church has that choice to make, that it's not a decision of our governor or our president or anyone else. In our constitution, it says that there shall be no law made against the assembly of those for religious purposes. Yet laws came out. And to me, that was, that was not okay. And I'm really glad that our church is open for business, for everyone who feels comfortable attending. I'm also really grateful that they have an online option for those of us who aren't comfortable attending at this point. But I miss people. I miss so many people. It's so hard to be away from all of those people that we built relationships with for the last few years. But it's a choice we've made. Maybe I'm fearing what I shouldn't fear. But at this point, I have felt comfortable with that decision in my time talking to God about it. So that's a choice that we'll continue to make. But we need to remember that God is in control. And when things come at us, it will be what it will be. Now that doesn't mean that you don't take precautions, you don't you know, protect yourself like we have as far as the church situation and, um, and I did for quite a while with my work and even now because my, my administrator is so wonderful to work this out for me. I have a lot of safety measures there. So basically I work with kids virtually, but from the school because they said that we had to return so I'm at the school doing the same thing I was doing at home. But because I'm at school, I have probably more opportunities to do some extra prep work for teachers and stuff that I, even though I was asking, wasn't getting as much of when I was at home. So I, and I love doing that stuff. I love spending my time um, helping, helping others be prepared. And I know teachers are totally overwhelmed between um, teaching both in school and at home and trying to balance that um, time and that commitment and doing the best that they can and still caring for their own families, many of which have kids who are only going to school for two days a week as well. So yeah, it's there's just so much out there that we don't have control over. 
So all we can do is protect ourselves the best we can and then let God handle it from there. So that's my plan is just to let God handle things from here. I'm not going to stress over anything to do with Christmas. That doesn't mean that I don't have some emotional reactions to certain things with Christmas this year. I definitely do. I it's it's hard because I'll be at work even. I was at the crosswalk and all of a sudden this emotion came over me about something that I wouldn't have my mom there for. And it comes out of the blue and that's hard. I would rather have it okay at home, just lose it, be fine, go to work and not have any issues. But you know, grief doesn't really go that way. So I just keep putting it in God's hands and saying, it will be what it will be. And letting that happen, letting things be the way it is and not trying to control them. I, I want everything to go perfectly. <laughs> I would love for us to enjoy Christmas and, and, you know, share a little bit about mom and memories and those kinds of things, but to be, just to allow each of us to handle the holidays the best that we can in our own ways. So during the middle of this, you might hear a little, cause I, this is not a professional setup. I do this from my home and I just wanna share God's, God's word and I wanna share our experiences and, and how he has worked in our lives but I am not a professional person on, I'm not a professional sound person. I, I have a mic and headphones and I just go on and I give you this podcast. In the middle of it, my husband called, so I stopped it. And so you may have a little jump there. And if you do, it's okay. It will be what it will be, right? But um, I talked to my husband, he was headed to Canada and he ended up sitting on the side of the road for six hours because of an accident. and finally got to a motel and if you would have went across the border just a short way over the border there was another accident block <laughs> backing up traffic again and so it's I'm just so grateful that he's not the one in the ditch right I'm glad he's the one just waiting for the accident rather than him being the accident so I I was telling him I'm not I don't I don't want to compare myself at all to the wife of a police officer because their fear is is completely different than mine. But there are times in the wintertime that I I struggle with not just being really worried about him. And I I just pray for him and I I just let it whatever happens gonna happen because I don't have control over it. And I just hope that God continues to protect him. He's done an amazing job protecting him for years now. So I'm going to wrap this up with just saying, you know what? We need to trust God. Whatever we're struggling with, we need to trust God. We need to praise him in the midst of it. And we need to trust him. When we were completely out of control, that's him saying, hey, let me, I want you to trust me now. Because you're right, you're out of control. You can't handle this. You can't change this. You can't eliminate COVID. 
but here I put some protection in for you so you can continue to do your job and so you know I prayed to him and I asked him for that and it happened right so I praise him for that and I praise him through any struggle I'm going through I just praise him and it makes it all that much better so if you are going through a struggle, whether it be COVID related, holiday related, or something completely different, pray to him and then trust him to handle it from there. So I am going to take care of some housekeeping. We have some ways that you can communicate with me. You can leave a voicemail on anchor. On on the Anchor app or on anchor.fm slash unfailinglovewithkim. You can email me at unfailinglovewithkim at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Facebook at unfailinglovewithkim. Or you can call the following number and leave a message. It's 509-582-5085. And I check those messages daily and just would love to hear from you. Um, if you're going through some struggles and just need some more prayer, I'm happy to do that with you, join with you on that. If you have some praise that you want to share, love to hear that too. Just opinions on the podcast, welcome that as well. So I am going to go ahead and close this out in prayer, and I hope you have a wonderful week. So Father God, I just thank you that you are always in control, that we can praise you and we can trust you, Lord. I thank you for this message today to remind me to trust you to set my own things aside and just to trust and believe in you. I just ask you to be with each one of my listeners out there, Lord God, that you will help them to trust you and that you will answer their prayers, Father. I thank you that you are my God, that you are my salvation, that you are my shield, Lord. You are my provider. You are my rock. I thank you, Lord God, that you are that for all of us. I just want to praise you, Father, give you all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you next week.